So I have tried to record this podcast twice and it has completely failed. And now I haven't plugged my headphones in. What is going on? I just don't know what's up. Not me, just stuff. (laughs) The stuff of the world is mixed up. So, um, yeah, I am done now. I am plugged in my microphone. Just change your microphone over and I'm with you. Welcome here to the Seaside Bath where I talk a load of waffle about what's happened in my week, what's not happened in my week and general ramblings. And occasionally I have a guest. I do have some guests lined up. I have sent some mails out. Um, just a quick update with things. Those of you that have been here before will know that 14 days ago today, I'm recording this on Monday, the 24th of January, will know that two weeks ago I had an MRI of my head and a brand new one of my neck. Check the progression in my head um, and check to see if there's anything in my neck or just to see the normal status of my neck Um, because I live with a chronic you know what maybe this is what this podcast will be about do I say illness do I say chronic illness chronic illness gives an impression gives an impression that I'm ill when I've got a lot to deal with, there is something in my body that's a genetic mutation that probably should not probably. <laughs> oh my gosh, that makes me laugh. Um, that um, shouldn't be there. However, it is. Um, does that make me ill? Does that make me sick? I don't think so. So it's chronic something. It doesn't cause me a lot of pain. Um, Has caused me a lot of pain in the past. Doesn't cause me a lot of pain now. I've got on top of all of that. And the brain has rebooted itself. I've helped a lot with that, I think. I like to think I've helped a lot with that. Um, I don't know. That's a bit of a mystery, isn't it? So chronic something, chronic stuff, chronic situation, not a chronic illness. Um, on the whole, um, I'm quite well. Um, was I considered vulnerable during the pandemic? I don't know. Neurological disorders, of which I have two of, were considered to be. But no one wanted to sort of take accountability for saying that the hypertrophic livery degeneration community, or like 250 of us worldwide, were vulnerable, you know, because (laughs) we'd react to anything. Um, And yet... 
people with Parkinson's, um, which it mimics quite a lot of the symptoms of. And I think that is what quite a lot of people think I am affected by. Um, when they see me walking down the street, they see me going into the, the supermarket, and, you know, see me walking along. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know very much today, but isn't that what it's all about? Isn't learning what it's all about? So, so that's the update. I've heard nothing. Very long ramblings. I told you it was ramblings. Very long ramblings to tell you that I haven't heard anything. So what have I been up to? What have I been up to? I have done a video for the Cavanoma Alliance UK um, telling my story of my Cavanoma. Google it, is on the NHS website. Um, so they are thinking of running it maybe on Rare Disease Day. Rare Disease Day is February this year. It's always February. Can't remember the exact date. Um, I'm pretty rare. I'm a rarity. Those of you that know me know that I'm a rarity. Um, I've also done a private video for the concussion community. I'm going to... Uh, reference them they are a fantastic community that um deal with are for people support network coping skills community connection humanity help grow resilience for people that are affected by concussion and for people that are affected by traumatic brain injuries so Traumatic brain injuries for the rest of this rambling will be referred to as TBI, okay? Um, so, T you know, TBI causes a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety. I think any chronic differences in the body um, initially cause a lot of chronic anxiety. Um, which can become quite acute at times. Um, so those are two things I did this week. I They are going to share it among their community. They're, they are the concussion community on Instagram. I do believe they've got Facebook. We did some alternate nostril breathing. Um, alternate nostril breathing is beautiful. It's very calming. I gave a presentation of a way in which to do it, in which you just use intention. So we're not doing anything with our hands. You could do this alternate nostril breathing this way on the bus, at the bus stop, going to the laundrette, hanging and washing out on the line when someone's talking to you talking down to you, um, <clears throat> is trying to get you to side with them, 
Uh, maybe you want to stay neutral. So it's very calming. Um, it brings you into very much present moment and awareness. And the present moment really is what I'm all about. That really is the only moment we have. Um, so I did that and I did another breath as well. I did a coherence breath, which is a breath work that involves the heart. And, you know, I'm not here to give you a presentation. If you want a presentation on coherence workshop, contact me and I'll do you a workshop. Um, you know, there's plenty of information out there about it. Um, then I might even do an Instagram post on it. My Instagram is the underscore C underscore inside underscore breath. Um, you can also find from there links in the biography with regard to free breath works I do for breathing space, make some breathing space.com. Um, also a teacher for breathing space extremely extremely proud to be teaching and yeah so that's a little thing I've done as well um, what else have I done I've been getting some exercise in um, as you move with breath yeah so um and breath work you begin to realize that you know and a lot of people think with breath work but I breathe anyway why do I need to learn how to get better at breathing yeah well you pay attention to nutrition possibly and your mental health so what about the root of it? What about the substance that is all around us, air, and is gifted to us and that we can gift ourselves breath? Um, and the object of breath work, I do say breath work because it is breath, and it is work, it's not deep relaxation. Okay, if you want deep relaxation, we want to go to, for me, yoga nidra, um, a way of rebooting, resetting, and of bathing my nervous system, or some sort of cranial work where I'm working with my um, CSF, with my cranial sacral fluid um, and diamond. But those of you that are not watching this, I am moving my hands. <laughs> and I'm just like moving up and down, just like a C. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the main thing I tried to do, first of all, to try and find my tide, try and find where my tide is today. Um, so try and find where my fluid is, um, how my tide is moving around my brain, down my spinal cord, 
um, and around my sacrum because we're what 70 80 percent I'm not very good on that side of anatomy water so there's going to be a lot of fluid in here and we do have a tide and we do ebb and flow um, and our breath ebb and flows as well so you know for me to go inside reference inside is supporting everything supporting my every movement my moving of my little fingers breath is supporting everything um so for me I just find it a really good place to start. And it was the one thing, having tried a lot of modalities, yoga, reflexology, lots of things. They absolutely are great. And they absolutely brought me closer. But what brings me closest and lights up my world is my nervous system and the breath. So there, um, and I have found recently that there has been a lot of fear coming up in my life and um, a lot of fear of what's going to be, what could be, you know, when you're living with something in limbo, yeah, um, it preys, <laughs> pokes, Constantly, your limbic system within the brain, which incorporates the brain stem, which is where you've got the very issue. So you need something to sit with the fear. We're not dissipating the fear and saying, there will be no more fear. Fear be gone. What we're saying is, that's okay. I can see you fear. And I can see you love. I can see you even if I can't totally feel the love and the fear is desperately trying to invade, I can, with my breath, just become so aware of it and so aware of how I feel and of how, okay, fear is invading everything. It's in me. Um, let's see how I can not follow it. Let's see how I can have it literally shouting right at me. And I can breathe one breath at a time. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale exhale it's communicating on such an enormous level independent of the fear get the impression there's a lot of fear in my life at the moment <laughs> um a lot of love as well a lot of um yeah just a lot of realizing why I do this why I do this practice what I want to encompass. So I was asked two things I'm going to talk about. Number one was, is Slipknot? Okay. So lots of people, I do get asked this question. 
So you're a breathwork facilitator. You're such a big hippie. I'm an enormous hippie when you get to know me. Um, when I, um, but that's it. When you get to know me, when I let that mask down that I wear all the time. And people say to me, you know, I didn't even see the masks in Slipknot for years. I remember <laughs> being shown the masks and the boiler suits. When the first time I came out and someone brought it home to me and said, Did you know what? I think you really like this. Okay. Yeah. I'm listening to Madonna, Gina G. Just, you know, I'm just into so many different things. Also listening to Mesbo, sort of extreme industrial stuff. Um, and this, the slip lock come along and it absolutely blew my head away because to me, they just are a reflection of different aspects of the world, yeah? Different aspects of society, different aspects of your feelings, different aspects of your cells within your body. But I won't go into this too much because when I do my TED Talk, my big TED Talk, yeah, the one that's going to be on YouTube and get four or five million hits okay when I do that TED talk um, I am at number one in the New York bestsellers list that's going to be some reference to the nine aspects of Slipknot okay so to me they are the ultimate queer statement they are the ultimate symbolization of punk Okay, and it doesn't matter who is playing two, who is playing zero, who is, you know, they're just, anyway, um, I digress. I heard sick for the first time in a, in a while, yeah, um, and... I was on the assault bike at the time, those of you that don't know what the assault bike is, and um, Google. Um, I was trying to change the bridge, trying to work on my gears, yeah, just trying to feel, step it up a little bit, but let's not, I need to take some more oxygen in. I've got a issue with my central nervous system yeah so I'm not going to work in the same way as someone else um nobody's going to work the same way as anyone else that's a really stupid thing to say but having something wrong wrong having a deficit in that area um and having a central nervous system where you really feel all the different parts that it works because it's the nervous system is amazing you absolutely shouldn't know what it should be doing <laughs> and you're working with it or you have something wrong with it just let it serve you it is you it is part of you 
Um, so I'm working with gears, working with the nervous system, and I'm trying um, to concentrate on filling the back of the lungs, the back of the body, filling the areoli. Really, really I'm really, really visual. So I can turn that film in this space where it goes in the little spaceship, Dennis Quaid, is it? Yeah, really showing my age here. Um, that's me. I can, I have no problem in taking myself to my brainstem, to my intestine, to my duodenum, to my spleen. Yeah, in terms of visualizing the actual organ and the veins going inside. Um, so I'm trying to fill the arrow light up and the music is going, I can't kill you because you're already inside me. And I had such an absolute flash of alignment. Yeah, an absolute flash of how, what I have inside me has always been part of me. So that was my body talking to me and giving me a real answer about how long I've had a cavernous malformation. Now, we know it's very old. Um, so I'm giving you a real example of felt sense here. What we refer to in the breath work in, gosh, psychiatry, in trauma release, in transformational breath work, um, what we call felt sense. Yeah, it's another language. And once you learn any language, you become more fluent in it and you will understand things in a different way. And that's exactly what I did with SIG. So thank you very much to the person that brought it on. It brought a whole new understanding to the radiologist saying, we found a mass and it's very old. And me saying to the, neuro the neurosurgeon, has this mass been here a very long time? They refer to it as a mass, even though it's not defined as a tumour. Um, it's completely benign. It's made up of, of uh, malformed blood vessels. Um, and it's, it's, it's very serious. Um, I don't want to downplay it because it's uh, quite a hefty thing to live with. Um, is it old? And he said to me, oh, yes. It's been there a very long time. And knowing that it's uh, genetic, and I can see it in my little now and my grandma, um, makes me think. So that's one thing I did this week. Um, there's some other things as well that I can't talk about yet because they're not official <laughs> um, with regard to breath work. And yeah, got some new dungarees. Not really very much of a surprise. Yep, um, that they got some new dungarees. Listened to some Mr. Elliot, drank quite a bit of coffee. 
Um, and found a vegan cheese that I actually like. Okay, so Sim, I totally apologise. A couple of years ago, when you told tried to tell me how much fire life had improved, oh, lovely. Definitely has to be melted though. The smoky applewood vegan cheese as well. I am liking that on the pizzas and the Vitalife slices. I'm liking those. Yeah, the rest of them. Just say, just call a spade a spade. I have no, no. I have not tried the plant-based baby bells yet, or the boisson. Um, so have yet to do that. Um, I think that's about it for this week. I have invited some guests, so hopefully we will explore some more. Um, really, really want to explore some rebirthing breathwork more. Um, we all know earlier on, late last year, had a, a total releasing and rebirthing experience. And I had another one when I had COVID. Um, just literally asked what I felt says question and found myself lying in the bath in a total position that I just felt, oh, I was in the room like this. Um, and I felt very joined. So there's definitely some exploration there that I want to do. But, you know, there's other things. I'm working on a course at the moment, writing it, going to start doing some videos soon and uploading it. Uh, it'll probably take me about six months to get it done. But... I just work a bit slower. Yeah. Just got to find my sweet spot. So I wish you all an absolutely beautiful week. Um, please like this podcast. Please follow us. Um, please subscribe. Um, and be compassionate. Don't start with compassionateness. Compassion compassion for other people start with compassion to yourself yeah because when you start with compassion in yourself and you're able to see that spark in yourself you reflect it out and be compassionate to others anyway yeah so do that if you're going to do one thing this week um and uh Stroke a plant or say hello to a cow or a dog because they're beautiful. Bye.